guys. I am Waterbar. Thank you for watching. Here with the awesome Eric Chaparro. This is Unsung Songs Sydney. Subscribe, like, comment, all that jazz, and stay tuned for more. Hi everyone and welcome to this uh, new installment of Unsung Songs Sydney. My name is Eric Striparo and this is a podcast about uh, music, life, the universe and anything else. Uh, we, are, uh, we are here, or I am here rather, to uh, introduce um, many musicians and artists on the Sydney scene. Basic, basically because I'm a big fan of all of them and I think it's important to have a chat and informal chat and uh, feature them and hear what they think and what the process is and so forth. And today with us we have a very special guest. He's uh, an amazing musician that uh, not only also a dancer. Here is with us Watabar. Hey, hey how are you? yeah good how are you? Good man good. It's, it's good to be here. Ah, it's great to have you. Look um so welcome to be welcome to the show for a start and uh, uh, thank you for being here. So I introduced you and I said that you are uh, a dancer and a musician and uh, I'd really like to to explore a bit more about uh, your uh, yourself and tell us in a few in a few words who you are what you do. Sure. So for those who don't know me, I'm Waterbar. Uh, I'm a singer songwriter, musician, dancer. Um, Really, I'm in the realm of pop music, uh, but I grew up being influenced by a lot of R&B, uh, soul, funk, uh, disco, kind of like MJ, Prince, Stevie Wonder, James Brown, that kind of era, <laughs> which, which is funny because like I'm not I'm young, so <laughs> but like I, I love all, all the music. Um, and in terms of like, who I am uh, regarding to my music, I'm like... I've just been doing music my whole life. It's something that I've, I've always loved doing. Um, and I, I think for me, I just um, realized like, you know, I, I want to do something with this. I want to start recording songs. Um, so I've actually started doing that. Um, even recently, last year, I released a single, which is cool. And uh, yeah, I'm just working on more material um, at the moment, um, which is good. That's amazing. Thanks for that. Uh, look, you know what? Maybe you, uh, it's just that is this opportunity to listen to one of your songs that I found online. It's uh, This Love. And maybe after that, we can talk about it uh, a little bit. And uh, let's listen to that uh, now. Cause this love, cause this love is on mine 
so good man it's amazing that voice the song but the voice the dancing i was like I, you know they couldn't see us but we were dancing <laughs> <laughs> so that, this is an amazing song so what's the story behind this song of course love but <laughs> yeah well uh, to me like um It's funny because as a writer, as a songwriter, like it, it for me, it wasn't based off like a personal experience. But <laughs> I will say that as a songwriter, I try to put myself in other people's shoes, kind of like um, getting into character mode, right? So I kind of picture myself as like, you know, I'm the uh, this guy pursuing this girl, and um, I'm just trying to win her over, right? I'm trying to. Um, caught her it's probably more classy way of saying it but I don't think anyone really says that nowadays <laughs> but um, just like you know it's kind of they're just talking about like that ebb and flow between you know kind of like <clears throat> that stage of like attraction right and I'm just like I'm like talking to this girl and like you know this is how much you mean to me type of thing and um, yeah just this kind of back and forth in my mind I pictured it like a back and forth between like me having a conversation with this girl and she's like, um, you know, a bit of, it's like flirting, right? It's like a bit of push, a bit of pull and there's that attraction and, and all that kind of stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's really awesome. I really like that. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, and it's funky, man. It grooves totally. So uh, did you produce this yourself? Did you record this yourself? I actually didn't produced this uh, originally, but we re we kind of reproduced it because with the beats and stuff, I actually worked with a producer from my uh, uni when I when I started at uni. So we did um, music, um, he did music production, like composition and music production. So 
I, I asked him to do some stuff, but I wanted to get my hand, be more hands-on with co-producing as well. So like there was like a little parts here and there in the background, like guitar. Um, my friend um, played bass on it. Um, not the producers, like my other friend um, in my band. Uh, we do stuff. We do stuff live for my for my songs. Um, and I I helped co-produce it in terms of steering like the artistic vision for like where I wanted it to go, because uh, I think. As an artist, I really do believe that artists are uh, visionaries, and we are producers in our own way because we have we have our own um, you know our, our own ideas and our own concepts of where we want to go. And when it comes to working with producers, it's funny because that was like my first, oh, like I'd say, like roughly first time working with producers, even if it's it was inside my uni environment, but. I really do believe that it's like, you know, it's for me, it's all about creative control and also creative collaboration, because I think when you can really flow and and things just happen naturally, you don't have to force things. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the song. It's like if I'm talking to this girl, it's like I don't want to force this attraction. It's just it is what it is, you know? You know, do you have a girl now that is uh, getting <laughs> being your muse or, or many girls that are being your muse right now for any more songs or because uh, I know you're um, writing <laughs> these days yeah well it's funny though um, I wouldn't say I mean I don't have a girlfriend at the moment but like uh, you know the guy's got to look right <laughs> 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 the guy's got to look right but uh, I will say though like I have like maybe like celebrity crushes I don't know if that kind of counts but <laughs> I kind of those little crushes and whatever like I kind of use them as, as muses and a little bit of inspiration to fuel these type of love based songs or attraction and stuff like and that's really I guess what I wanted to get you know like um, I've, I've been writing songs a lot in my life as well I used to uh, play music in Berlin a, a lot and uh, you know came over here to uh, Australia and uh, For a while, it went back into a bit of a corner because I had, you know, to bring up the the door for the kids, and uh, <laughs> which can be expensive at times. But I'm back, so I'm back with a vengeance. And uh, yeah. um, I have one girl now. Uh, well, I used to fall in love every five every day, five times a day before, and that was great inspiration. It was great to write five songs a day, but. Uh, of which maybe you would say one. So when you write, you come up with the music first, or a beat, or maybe. Uh, chorus and uh, what do you use maybe if you're on the road on a train and how do you do like you use a phone or something like that to record the idea and what happens then well it's it's funny right because a lot of different artists um and i don't use that word lightly <laughs> um, Art, artists artists yeah <laughs> <laughs> a lot of artists i'd say they um like We all have different creative processes when it comes to coming up with ideas for things. I find myself not, I try not to be too reliant upon one method because I think that, um, like I'm, I feel that, uh, I think that creativity like in general is very f free flowing. So I, I feel like Uh, I mean, some people would say like, oh, just go where the wind blows, I guess. Like, <laughs> but uh, for, for, like for me, I, I, I try to have this balance where, and I'm doing this even at the moment, like even though we're currently in lockdown, where I, I'm, um, I think it's important to have structure 
when it comes to being creative. But at the same time, I, I think that um, that there should be a balance between being open to um, sort of a free flow and creativity. So an example of uh, what um, I would say is lately, actually, I've been writing uh, top lining is a term actually by songwriters and stuff. So that's like top lining is like writing melodies or writing um, um, lyrics or both. I've lately been doing that to a lot of beats lately. Like uh, sometimes I go on YouTube and I'm like, oh, this beat's, this beat's pretty hot, pretty dope. So I just like start writing something to it. And even if I never use the beat, like I just use that as a reference to come up with lyrics, to come up with a melody. Um, I will say uh, when I write, I'm very melody based because I love I love melodies and I think especially with pop music, you know, like people love pop music because it's simple, it's familiar. Uh, I mean, there's some pop music that's a bit, have a variation like this love, I would say. So, yeah. but um, I love to focus on the melody and then I focus on the lyrics. It, it kind of like, I either do like either or. It's it's not really, I'm not too, it's weird. I'm like easy going with it, but at the mm. same time, like when I'm in the zone, I just kind of hone it and, where I'm going. Go for it, man. Take it away.
What's the name of the song? That was amazing. How cool is that? Actually, uh, the name of the song is called On My Own. So, uh, a bit of backstory in contrast to This Love. Uh, that song is pretty much. Um, that's a more meaningful song for me. So, I'm trying to. With for my EP, I'm trying to create a balance where, or at least somewhat of a balance, or um, where. You know, you have your upbeat, kind of energetic, uplifting songs, but then I also have this other side to me where it's like I love writing songs that inspire me that are very meaningful. Um, and this song on my own is actually meaningful to me because uh, I find it as um, the way I interpret it is like, you know, sometimes when you're, well, not sometimes, I'd say when you're going um, about what you want to do like in life and when you want to find success in life that will mean leaving behind um i guess it will require you to be um i don't know it's just like you, you're kind of growing to another level you know in, in life when you want to grow to another level whether it's in your career or whatever it is whatever season you're in um that will require you to be elevating to another uh level um, and in, in, in doing that, like sometimes when you do that, the people who are with you, like at this current point, you will have to leave behind because it's like, um, not in a negative sense, it's kind of like, because you want to grow. I guess you're right. You know, some people are there just to actually get you to that, uh, uh evolutionary path to get uh, a better human being or, um, a, a different human being, whether it's better or worse, generally as an evolution, right? So it's, and some people, yes, uh, are just there to uh, help you do that. I left some people behind. I, I, I'm procrastinating on a song that is about uh, a friend who died, but he's alive, you know? And uh, there are situations in which that happens. So I totally get what you're coming from. Yeah, it's one of those songs where it's like, to me, it's meaningful because it's like, yeah, like, Sometimes that means that you're gonna to have to stand on your own, you know, for a season or for time. But like in the lyrics in the song, I say like, I'm on my own. If I have to be, then I'll have to be. But no, I'm not alone. This experience, it gonna build me up. So it's like, you know, it's an experience, it's a learning curve that I'm gonna go through, but maybe this is like, in order for me to elevate, you know, I'll, I'll find my way through it type of thing. And you find people and, Yeah, things will work out in the end. Nice. So let's uh, stay on your EP that you've just mentioned. When is it coming out, ideally? And uh, is it? are you signed to a label right now? I am, actually. I'm signed to um, a label called Chaco Music Group. So as you saw in the YouTube video, it's it's actually says there, Chaco Music Group. So what I'm actually, because I'm technically like a new artist, so I'm still learning to do a lot of uh, things, learning the ropes, learning a lot. Yeah, it's just it's just a journey. This is my first EP, so it's kind of like my first introduction to the world, like for who I am as Boy Bar. So there's it's gonna be a lot of learning curves, a lot of stepping stones, and um, even now I'm just like, man, like I'm trying to use this time wisely so that I can create things, so that when we get you know out of lockdown, hopefully all this stuff kind of ends, um, I can just be a lot more ready and a lot more fresh with creative ideas. That's great. How how are you enjoying the lockdown so far? We thought we were out. Uh, 
<laughs> I mean, I don't know if enjoying is the right word to use. <laughs> I think enjoying it now. Um, it's okay, man. Like I'm, I'm just trying to make the most of it. I think I can understand how easy it is for people to like, feel really lonely in this time. So I really feel for people who are in that this situation who do feel that way. And I think, you know, it's a blessing that I'm a creative and that can start to churn out songs. And, and I think now is a really good time to um, start creating songs, but also like, I think it's it's great as well because like, you know, with, with music out there, I think, you know, it's, it's uplifting um, during this time, you know what I mean? And I mm. think I, I can keep creating stuff and, you know, um, eventually put stuff out there, um, it'll be cool. The EP is coming out when? And how many songs do you think you're going to have on it? I will just say soon, but I will say that um, there are six songs on the EP. So it's really cool because each of them is like, um, I'm wanting to do pop music, right? Or techno, I should say, I am doing pop music. They're all different variations of pop, you know, mm. this love's kind of funky. This one on my own is kind of like cinematic, a bit more emotional which is cool, orchestral, I guess. Uh, I got another track, which is like contemporary Afro beats, uh, one that's kind of like dancehall slash reggaeton kind of vibes. Another one, which is um, 60s, like Motown R&B, but with, um, I guess, trap beats kind of over it. Sweet, that's, <laughs> so that's interesting. Really interesting. Nice. So it's like 60s meets that. And then um, another tune um, went through a phase where I was like, because uh, I'm still kind of in that phase, but, Um, I was inspired by listening to Brazilian music, so bossa nova, uh, like you know, kind of, um, bossa nova music. Uh, I combine that with um, like elevated music. So I combine that with trap, actually, which is really cool. So it's like bossa nova and combined with trap, which makes a pop song. That's also another meaningful song, but um, I won't teach you much because you'll hear it in the evening. Keep up, guys, and uh, uh, subscribe to this channel. And if you have and uh, uh, you want to follow Waterbar, you can find him on Instagram as uh, Waterbar underscore, which uh, is uh, now on screen. You can see that, and of course, you find all his links on uh, on our uh, podcast and on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. You'll find it everywhere. So just uh, keep the, keep the love going there. The beats. You have an incredible sense of rhythm. You're actually not from Australia. You're originally, well, you are Australian, I'd imagine now, uh, but as well. But where are you originally from and uh, uh, whether the beats uh, uh, come from your, <laughs> from your culture there and uh, from your family or not, or influences? I'm actually originally from um, Papua New Guinea. So uh, for those who don't know, Papua New Guinea is pretty much like three hours away from Australia, like just above Australia. So. Uh, if you look on the world, world map, it's funny because a lot of my music, like growing up, we have like our own kind of traditional tribal kind of music, right? Yeah. But it's funny because it's very simplified in terms of the very traditional music. It's very simplified, but we also have like island reggae. Because uh, technically, well, let me say technically, I, I am a Pacific Islander, so it's kind of an all across the board thing. Like if you're an, an Islander, like yeah, you kind of, you know, at one point in your life, you just come across reggae or island reggae, <laughs> which is cool. Um, so for me, what I think of, I've always been inspired by rhythm, like even by going back home, um, back home to PNG. Like um, I remember when I was there in 2000 and Four. Was that the last time? I, I went there um, 
two years ago actually, two years ago, um, which is good to, to visit family. But um, when I was there, I actually schooled for a year back home, um, which is cool. But we, you know, we did like um, our traditional dances, traditional ceremonies, and a lot of them are actually very beach driven. And it's funny because growing up, I was like, I, don't know, I was just really like, I was just that funky guy, that funky like groover. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like it wasn't necessarily like very like to the metric, like, oh, it's very rhythmic in this, this sense, right? I, I, uh, um, I just, I guess I was just embraced that part of my culture and I was just like, wow, look, this is really, really cool. And that kind of took me onto this journey of discovering more music in the rhythmic um, sense. And then I, when I came to Australia, because I came here like when I was like four or five, and then I just started um, listening to other types of music. It's, it's actually funny because I started out with music from home. Uh, we, we have a lot of like choirs at home, like grow up in, you know, in churches. And so we have like choirs and everyone's coming and, and singing along and stuff. So like there's the influence of that and traditional music. Uh, we have like our like, uh, we call them string bands at home. So we have our own form of music, which is actually like island reggae, which is cool. Um, and then coming here, like I grew up and like listening to, I don't know, everything from country music to <laughs> rock to pop and then I just started using all these things and I guess I got a whole um, eclectic plethora of sounds now. <laughs> For the beats, we, um, there's cities of Italian, the, the Italian that comes out in me. <laughs> For the beats. <laughs> For the beats, do you make the beats and uh, how, what do you make them on? What's your doll of choice, your programming tools? What do you use? And well, it's funny because um, I actually, um, so I'm getting back into it again with production, but I actually start, um, I'm actually using Logic Pro X at the moment. Same. Um, I, um, it's, it's good, man. Like it's, I, love, I just love the interface. It's smooth. It, you know, well, not smooth all the time. Sometimes you have issues, but that's like any door, right? Um, there's so much I think, underneath there is so much but it's the interface is so logic simple 100% yeah before logic I actually I used uh, Fruity Loops oh, actually yeah. but but like not for just Fruity Loops like to what it is now like like way back when all you could make is beats like literally just beats it was like a drum so machine like, and you had like your slots and your buttons like yeah and man like I had a lot of fun like like way back, and most people probably now would only know Fruity Loops for like what it was. But back then, it was just a drum machine, and it was freaking sick. Like I, I, that's what really helped me like internalize a lot more grooves and rhythms. And now I'm using Logic, and I'm, I'm at the moment like just kind of reiterating, sort of like learning things about mm. like the fundamentals of knowledge of learning to produce and make beats and stuff. Uh, it also helps that like because when I was at uh, uni. I also took a, a drum skills class, which is cool. So I was like, oh, I'm like gonna check this out. And, and it was so cool, because I loved it, because he played like rock and, and funk and all that kind of stuff. And um, that just helped solidify everything. Like, um, you know, whether I'm in the studio or whether I'm in a live setting, it helps either way so I can help direct, like, you know, my vision and where I want to go with, with uh, things. But, you know, if things change, you know, I just got to adapt or whatever, like, you know, I'll adapt, just. So now you, you have uh, back to the label, I guess, uh, you know, how, um, I guess it'd be interesting from 
everyone listening to us know that there are musicians there listening to this and I would like them to actually get some more tip and insights on how to promote their music and how you know uh, not everyone maybe is suited for uh, label collaboration but uh, um, how do you get that exposure that actually bring, brought you there uh, what tools and tips uh, you could share uh, with those who are listening to us uh, to actually promote so um, yourself to actually get to that level I'm actually in the process of learning myself about what it means to produce, like to promote myself. Like when I first started out with music, I was like, oh, it's just about making music. But I realized, man, like that's like 20% of the way, like everything else is there's so much more involved. So if there's one thing I would, tools and tips I would say, and this is, I'm speaking to myself as well, because I'm still learning with this, is to learn more about how you can effectively promote yourself um, online offline as well of course but like online um it is very time consuming so there's different options like it's like paying other people to help you know promote you which i'm looking into that route like you know down the line like in the near future uh and then there's like but i think there's there's so much that we can do because i think as artists we are our own kind of we kind of like we are we're our own walking billboards or you know promoters right because you know, we we are the we are the commodity, and the product is our music. So, we want to share it with people, but we don't want to try to force it down people's throat. You know, we don't be like a salesman type of thing. I mean, we want to sell it, but like we want it to be organic. Um, one thing one thing I would just say is just like to find ways to organically do that. Um, you can't always control the outcome of like how people will respond to you, but you can just do your best to do what you can to promote. Um, and that's what I would say. And, you know, that's the journey I'm on. And, you know, it's, you're always learning things. You're always growing. Um, rather, whether you're with a label or not, you just got to, yeah, um, just got to like keep believing in what you're doing. Um, and I guess put your nose to the grind and, and find out, um, find out ways to make things work. Like believe in yourself, have a good mentality, but even beyond that, just, uh, figure out ways to strategically do things as well. So nice, thanks for that. And um, what music are you listening to these days apart from yours? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be honest, man, like apart from my own, like I actually, I only listen to my music. I mean, like uh, in terms of enjoyment, yes, but I really listen to my music critically more than anything. <laughs> I listen to other people's music more than I listen to my own. I, I at the moment I've been listening to. A lot of like contemporary R&B, um, contemporary like, you know, that kind of trap <laughs> bass kind of stuff. I'm not like, I don't listen to it all the time, but I've been listening to that. I've been listening to salsa and at the moment, um, uh, getting a little bit into jazz, uh, jazz and um, Afrobeat as well, which is cool. So. Sweet, sweet, sweet. That's really nice. I am listening instead uh, to, I, I've discovered or rediscovered this uh, contemporary uh, German composer called Max Richter. And uh, he, you know him? No, I'm just saying Ah, he's amazing. So if you, if you like a bit of classical music every now and then, and I do, I listen to, uh, I have this really nice 70s amp here and everything sounds good through it, but radio and classic radio sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. Oh, I love, I love classical. Like I've actually, um, classical has been inspiring me a lot more in terms of, because I like to, when I direct like a band for my, myself, I like to write charts and I, I like to, lately I've been getting into strings 
So I've been listening to a lot of, um, well, not a lot, but my kind of current inspirations are more like um, Antonio Vivaldi. They should check out uh, Max Richter then, because the, what I was going to say is that he has, uh, uh, it's got, his, his Dandy series is called Recomposed. So he has recomposed uh, four seasons in a more modern way. So the, the whole, you can hear, I've heard that before, but it's modern and it's amazing. Max Richter, check it out. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks again, guys, for watching. I am Waterbar. You can find me on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, also recently on TikTok. So that's going to be cool. So let's check that out. And um, yeah, feel free to check out my music and stay up to date. Super cool. Well, thanks for joining us and uh, uh, make sure to go and check him out and also to subscribe this pod- to this podcast. And uh, yeah, my name is Eric Striparo, as you might have figured out by now. And uh, we'll see you next time. I would like you, yes, to subscribe here, there, I don't know where, but, uh, you know, we're all going to do it. And uh, uh, what about, would you like or could you play as another little outro or something for the show? Sure. Thank you. And uh, while Waterbar uh, gets uh, his uh, axe ready, uh, sonic weapon of mass destruction, destruction, here we go with uh, uh, Waterbar. And let's hope that the guitar is in tune this time. Always important. This other song is a song I wrote a while ago, actually, when I was a little, you know, Justin Bieber type like lover boy. <laughs> I guess I'm still kind of like that, but I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> um, this one is a song I wrote called I Need You. Um, and it's a love song, and hope you enjoy.
Watching here with the awesome Eric Shapiro. This is Unsung Songs Sydney. Subscribe, like, comment, all that jazz, and stay tuned for more. Thank you very much. That was it. Uh, it's in the See can. You. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's done. Thank you very much.